Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 55. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hello, welcome to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions related to health and fitness. In case you didn't know, I'm Dr. Neil Malik, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have my doctorate in public health, and I'm also a personal trainer. When I'm not recording this podcast, I'm also an associate professor at Bastyr University in San Diego, California, as well as professor at two other college campuses. Typically, I read blog posts to you during the week and reserve Friday to answer questions submitted from you, the listener. So if you want to submit one of your own and be in special raffles to win books and lots more from us, make sure you listen to the end of the show, where I'll mention exactly how you can do that. And if you recall, my pledge to you is to always tell the truth. Before I get to today's question, here's our inspiring quote. Not much happens without a dream. And for something great to happen, there must be a great dream. Robert K. Greenleaf. And with that, let's hear today's question as we start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. This is Yanis calling from London, England. I often microwave food. Uh, I find it's a very convenient way to reheat food that I've cooked before. Um, Also, the porridge I have in the morning is uh, typically heated in a microwave because I don't want to get pots out and stuff. But I've been told that it can sometimes strip nutrients from food. There's definitely a lot of confusion about how we can get the most nutrients out of our fruits and veggies. I mean, we're making the effort to consume them, so we definitely want to make sure we're getting all those wonderful vitamins and minerals they have to offer. Now, if you know someone following a raw food type diet, definitely keep listening because this information will apply to them too. It's true that some nutrients get lost when they're heated, but in some cases, heating can actually bring out other nutrients. Let me give you an example of how heating vegetables can actually be a good thing. There's an antioxidant called lycopene that's found in a number of fruits and vegetables. Basically, if the flesh or skin is a shade of red, it's probably got lycopene in it. Tomatoes, for example, are full of lycopene. But what's interesting is that the form of lycopene in raw tomatoes is not very bioavailable, meaning it's difficult for our bodies to use this form of lycopene. But if we heat the tomatoes and turn it into, let's say, a pasta sauce, now the lycopene is actually more easily absorbed and used by the body. And this is a good thing 
because lycopene has been associated with a reduced risk of some forms of cancer. Now, while that's all well and good for tomatoes, what about other fruits and veggies? Sadly, it's difficult to say which method of heating is truly best for all forms of produce, but in general, light and oxygen tend to be produce's worst enemies. Microwaving, however, is effective for nutrient preservation. The trick here, though, is to be sure your vegetables are heated in the microwave with some water. For example, adding a quarter cup of water to your frozen vegetables when heating them in the microwave can still preserve many of the nutrients. The vitamins that are typically lost when microwaving are vitamin C, thiamine, or vitamin B1, and folic acid. Vitamin C, it's a wonderful antioxidant, helps keep our immune system healthy. Thiamine, or vitamin B1, same thing, has a number of important functions in the body, too many to list here. And folic acid is important for protecting your DNA and for the health of your gut. So with microwaving, we still do lose some of those nutrients. But even after the vegetables have been cooked in the microwave, don't throw out that water that you used during the heating process. Use that water to flavor some of your other dishes or make a soup out of it. This is because many of the vitamins lost during the heating process actually get submerged in the water itself. So if you end up consuming that water, you'll still get those nutrients because those vitamins are now just floating around in that water that you're going to discard anyways. If you don't like the idea of microwaving, steaming, stir-frying, and boiling are also good alternatives. In fact, steaming leafy greens can make their vitamin and minerals more absorbable too. I realize that steamed vegetables may bring up images of hospital or cafeteria food, but that's only because those places didn't get creative with their cooking methods. For example, instead of using water as the source of steam, use vegetable, chicken, or beef stock. This actually helps bring in some extra flavor. Don't forget, you're allowed to season after your vegetables are done steaming too. One of my favorite things to do is to give them a little drizzle of olive oil and a generous dusting of dried Italian herbs on top. I also mentioned light causing damage a minute ago. Like heat, light can either degrade some of the nutrients or make them more available to the body. Spinach, for example, actually likes light. So here's the tip. When you're at the supermarket, go ahead and choose the spinach that's getting the most light from those grocery store fluorescent bulbs. Now, why would light, especially white light, be beneficial? Remember from grade school science class, the term photosynthesis? It basically refers to the process of light helping plants create more nutrients. This same thing happens even with artificial white light. So if we choose those greens that have been sitting under those lights for longer, we get the benefit of that extra photosynthesis and those wonderful health-promoting nutrients. And if you want even more nutrients when you're choosing your spinach, buy the baby spinach varieties. Older, more mature spinach has fewer nutrients when compared to younger leaves. Ditto for microgreens. Thank you for your question, Jonas. You'll be entered into a special raffle every month to win a book from us. And by the way, the next raffle is tomorrow. So if you want to be part of that, send in your own question. It's really easy. It's free to do it. Just come by oldpodcast.com and there's a red bar on the side of the page. If you click on that, you can submit an audio question using your computer's microphone or you can use the mobile app. You can replay your question and make sure you like it. You can do as many takes as you like and it's super simple. So once again, just visit our website, oldpodcast.com and click on the red bar along the side to submit your question. Or if that's too complicated, we do have a phone number now, so you can leave a message there. Just call 61 I Love OHD. 
Both of these methods are in this episode's description too. And that's another week of optimizing your life. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you in Monday's episode where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.